Welcome to Zichud Avsi. My name is Rabbi Avram Goldhart, and today we're with Sechus Psachim, Daf Chavav. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, in the second version of the Malchuchus, between Abai and Rabbah, brought on Daf Chavayim of Beis, Abai said that Rabbi Yehuda, who holds Davrashen and Muskavan Aser, something that one does not intend is forbidden, would permit a case which was Dolesher Vechamachavan, that was unavoidable, but one intends to enjoy it. On this stuff, Abai brings a brisa to support his position that states that Rabbi Yochum ben Zakkai hayayoshu betzilu shel heichol b'dorish kol hayom would sit in the shadow of the heichol and expound Torah to the masses the entire day. This was a case where it was not feasible to choose another location that would avoid the forbidden benefit of the shade since there was no other space that it could accommodate them, and yet it was permitted. Rabbi answered that benefiting from the shadow cast for the heichol is different than was so classically because the heichol is made primarily as protection for what is inside of it. Therefore, the shade it provides to what is outside of it is deemed an unusual form of benefit, and therefore it is permitted. Point number two was said in the name of Bar Kapara, Kol mar ein sound, appearance, and aroma are not subject to me'ila. Now the more questions whether in fact aroma is not subject to me'ila, based on the brace that states, Hamafatim one who compounded the katoris in order to become well-versed in how to do it, or in order to donate it for the public use in the base of Migdash, Pater is exempt. But if he made it in order to smell it, he's Chayv Karas. And one who smells the actual Katoris from the Heichos, Pater from Karas, El Shema'al. But he has committed Mi'ila. So we see from here that aroma is subject to Mi'ila. Rapapa answered and said that what Bar Kapara means is Kol Umara Eim Behemushim Mi'ila, the sound of musical instruments and the appearance of the Heichos are not subject to Mi'ila because they have no substance. And the Reich from the Katoris, after its column of smoke rises, is not subject to Mi'ila, Hoyova Nasis Mitzvaso, since its required procedure has been done. Rashi explains that Mi'ila only applies to Kachi Hashem, the holies of Hashem. And once the mitzvah has been done and the smoke rises, the aroma is no longer considered Kachi Hashem. And point number three, the Gemara notes the contradiction between two brises. The first one states that if one fired an oven with forbidden substances, such as Klipe Orla, peels of Orla fruits, Chadesh Yutats, if the oven was new, it must be shattered. Rashi explains that the first firing affects the oven's completion through hardening. This in turn means that any future firing contains the benefit of the forbidden substance. Yashan Yutsan, if the oven is old, it must be allowed to cool down before being used again. The second basis states that both new and old ovens only require cooling down. So the Gemara resolves the contradiction by saying that the first brisa that requires destroying the new oven is going according to Rebbe Leyezer who holds Zevzegorim Aser, the joint product of forbidden and permitted causes, is forbidden. The forbidden cause is the initial forbidden oral appeals contained in the oven, and the permitted cause is the subsequent permitted wood. The second price reflects the opinion of the Rabban who hold Zevzegorim Mutter, the joint product of forbidden and permitted causes, is permitted. So once again, the three points are number one. In the second version of the Malchus, between Abai and Rabbi Bram, Dav Chavahei Abai said that Rabbi Yehuda holds Dav Rishenim Kaban Aser, something that one does not intend is forbidden, would permit a case which was Dolo'efshar Becham Bechavan, that was unavoidable, but one intends to enjoy it. On this Dav, Abai brings a brisa to support his position that states, the Ryochem and Yom would sit in the shadow of the Heichel and expound toward to the masses the entire day. Now, this was a case where it was not feasible to choose another location that would avoid the forbidden benefit of the shade since there was no other space that it could accommodate them, and yet it was permitted. Rabbi answered that benefiting from the shadow cast for the heichel is different. There was so classically because the heichel is made primarily as protection for what is inside of it. Therefore, the shade it provides to what is outside of it is deemed an unusual form of benefit, and therefore it's permitted. Point number two is said in the name of Bar Kapara. 
Sound, appearance, and aroma are not subject to me'ila. The Gemara questions whether, in fact, aroma is not subject to me'ila based on a bracelet that states, one who compounded the katoris in order to become well-versed in how to do it, or in order to donate it for the public use in the base of Migdash, Pater is exempt. But if he made it in order to smell it, He's chai, of course, and one who smells the actual katoris in the heichel is patah from chorus, elashimaal, but he has committed mi'ila. So we see from here that aroma is subject to mi'ila. So what Papa answered and said that what Bar means is, kol umara ein mi'ila, the sound of musical instruments and the appearance of the heichel are not subject to mi'ila because they have no substance. And the reich from the katoris, after its column of smoke rises, is not subject to mi'ila, hoyoven nasis mitzvatsov, since its required procedure has been done. Rashi explains that Mi'ila only applies to Kachi Hashem, the holies of Hashem. And once the mitzvah has been done and the smoke rises, the aroma is no longer considered Kachi Hashem. And point number three, the Gemara notes a contradiction between two prices. The first one states that if one fired in an oven with forbidden substances, such as Klipe Orla, peels of Orla fruits, Chadash Yutats, if the oven was new, it must be shattered. Rashi explains that the first firing affects the oven's completion through hardening. This in turn means that any future firing contains the benefit of the forbidden substance. Yashan Yutsan, if the oven is old, it must be allowed to cool down before being used again. The second price states that both new and old ovens only require cooling down. The Gemara resolves the contradiction by saying that the first price that requires destroying the new oven is going according to Rebbe who holds Zev Zegorim Aser. The joint product of forbidden and permitted causes is forbidden. The forbidden cause is the initial forbidden oil appeals contained in the oven, and the permitted cause is the subsequent permitted wood. The second price reflects the opinion of the Rabban who holds Zev Zegorim Mutra, the joint product of forbidden and permitted causes, is permitted. All right, so now we go to our Simrad of Chavav, and our Simrad is a military coup, a military coup, C-O-U-P, Chavav coup. So here goes. The troops hiding in the shade of the Heichal wall were enjoying the base of Migdash sounds, appearance, and aromas, while blowing up new ovens in the distance that were fired up with Orla Peels. Once again, it's a motion. The troops, the troops, that must be more on Dav Chavav, military coup. The troops hiding the shade of the Heichal wall, which reminds us that from the fact that when Yochum and Zaka would sit in the shade of the Heichal and teach Torah to the masses, is not a proof that Rabbi Yudah holds that in the case of Dolav Shebechah that what is unavoidable, but one intends to enjoy, is permitted. As Rav explained, the benefiting of the shadow cast for the Heichal is different. Dolosochu Asui, because the Heichal is made primarily as protection for what's inside of it. Therefore, the shade it provides to what is outside of it is deemed an unusual form of benefit, and therefore it's permitted. So the troops hiding the shade of the Heichal wall were enjoying the base of Mikdash sounds, appearance, and aromas, which reminds us that Rapap explained that what Bar Kampara meant when he said the sound, appearance, and aroma are not subject to Mi'ila was kol umara the sound of musical instruments, and the appearance of the Heichal are not subject to Mi'ila because they have no substance. And the reach from the Katoris after its column of smoke rises is not subject to Mi'ila, since its required procedure has been done. And Rashi explains that Mi'ila only applies to Kachi Hashem, the holies of Hashem. And once the mitzvah has been done and the smoke rises, the aroma is no longer considered Kachi Hashem. So the troops hiding the shade of the Heichal wall were enjoying the base of Mikdash sounds, appearance, and aromas, while blowing up new ovens in the distance that were fired up with oral appeals. Which reminds us, the Gemara resolved the contradiction between two prices, where one said a new oven that was fired up with oral appeals needs to be smashed, and the second price stated that it just required cooling down before the next use. The first price was going according to Rebbe who holds Zev Zegorim Aser. The joint product of forbidden and permitted causes is forbidden. 
The forbidden cause is the initial forbidden oral appeals contained in the oven, and the permitted cause is the subsequent permitted wood. The second price reflects the opinion of the Rabbanon who hold Zev Zegorm Mutter, the joint product of forbidden, and permitted causes is permitted. So once again, the troops hiding in the shade of the Hecho wall were enjoying the base of Migdish sounds, appearance, and aromas, while blowing up new ovens in the distance that were fired up with oral appeals. All right, now it's time to go to our four block back Chazorah. Dav Chabes, the similar Chabes is a cab. The cab driver, cab driver, that must be more Dav Chabes. The cab driver weaved through the Nevela and Trefa marketplace, which reminds us of Rabbi Elbo's position, that where the Torah states a prohibition regarding eating and Isra is included unless the Torah states otherwise. Rabbi Meir learns its principle from the Pasuk regarding a Nevela, where the Torah permits giving it to a Ger or selling it to a Nachri. This infers that if the Torah had not explicitly permitted it, getting a Na would be forbidden. The Yehuda derives this principle from the Pasuk regarding a Trefa, which states, so, To the dog you shall cast it. You may cast it, referring to the flesh of the trade to the dog, but you can't cast to the dog all other prohibited substances that are enumerated in the Torah. So the cab driver weaved through the Nevel and Trefa marketplace, where Nachim like to buy their Gedanasha, which reminds us that the fact that one can get Hana from the Gedanasha by giving a thigh with it to a Nachri is not a challenge to Rabbi Abba, because Rabbi Abba holds Kashahutra Nevela heat Bechelba Begida Hutra, that when driving benefit from the Nevela is permitted by the Torah, Benefiting from the flesh of the carcass, its chelv and its gedanasha were all permitted. Therefore, Rabbi Abba's rule does not apply to the gedanasha because the Torah made a special dispensation permitting it. So the cab driver weaved through the Nevela and Trefa marketplace, where Nachim liked to buy their gedanasha, as he raced to take the Drusha world champion to the Alftav competition. Which reminds us of Shimon Ha'amsoni, who was Dorish, all the etim in the Torah, and when he couldn't figure out what the S was for in Esa Shemel Kachatira, he told his Talmudim, Keshem Shkabalti Adrisha, Kachani Makabal Adrisha. Just as I received reward for the drushes that I made, so I received reward for the withdrawal of these drushes. Eventually, Rabbi Kiba was Dorish, that the S referred to Talmud Chachamim, that one should have fear for Talmud Chachamim, like one has fear Shemaim. Dav Chafgimel, so the similar Dav Chafgimel is a keg. Before the keg, keg, that must be more in Dav. Chav Gimel. Before the keg full of truma was set aside for the Erev Tchumim, which reminds us that it's permitted for Zar to derive benefit from truma to make an Erev Tchumim, even though he's forbidden to eat truma, because the Torah states, Truma's Chem, your truma, which teaches that Israel may get Hana from truma. So before the keg full of truma was set aside for the Erev Tchumim, the trappers took out all the Shratim trapped inside and sold them to Nachrim. Which reminds us, the reason one can get Hana from Shratin, as in the case of trappers who are permitted to sell impure creatures that happen to be caught in their traps in Nachrim, even though they're forbidden to be eaten, is that the Pasik says, Lechem, to you. Shalachem Yehei, the terminology implies that they shall be yours to use. So before the keg full of Trumo was set aside for the Erev Tchumim, the trappers took out all the Shratin trapped inside and sold them to Nachrim. They like to burn them in fire while chanting, Be'ish Tisarev. Which reminds us that an additional source prohibiting one from deriving benefit from chametz or from a shoranisqal comes from the pasuk be'ish You shall burn them in fire in regard to an outer chattas whose blood was sprinkled wrongfully inside the kodesh, thereby invalidating the chattas and requiring that one burns it. Since this pasuk is not needed for itself, is very no that means to be burned from another pasuk that says v'hinei sarev. Behold, it should be burned. The pasuk can be used to teach us that's forbidden to eat chametz on pesach and that's forbidden to eat of an animal that was stoned. And since we don't need a Pasuk to teach us that it's forbidden to eat these foods, as we already know this from other Pesukim, therefore the Pasuk comes to teach us that it's forbidden to even get a na from these foods. Dav Chavdalad. So the similar Chavdalad is a pitcher, a cud, a pitcher. The court's whips that were left draped over a special pitcher, pitcher, that must mean we're on Dav Chavdalad, cud. 
The courts whips that were left draped over a special picture when the guilty party transgressed Alav Shabachalos, which reminds Rapapa said to Abai that perhaps he'll say Achel in the parsha of Chattas that improperly had his dumb sprinkled in the Kodesh comes to state Alosa say specifically for the Chattas itself. Because if the negative command was only learned through Rebelezer's rule, one would not receive Malkus because in Lokin Alav Shabachalos, one does not incur lashes for transgressing a generalized prohibition. Therefore, Lose Achel is not superfluous and cannot be the source of the prohibition against getting Hanah from Chametz and Ashur Haniskal. So the court's whips that were left draped over a special picture when the guilty party transgressed Alav Shabachalos were about to get a workout when Basin was told there was a man eating ants, which reminds us, Ravashi rejected Ravina's suggestion that the words Lose Achel said in reference to Tamei Kadshim is coming to add an additional Lose that prohibits eating Tamei Kadshim, similar to by teaching that one can be hive five sets of malkas for eating an ant, because koheket the ekel midrash darshinim, wherever it's possible to expound a new halacha, from a pasuk we expound it, and we do not assign the pasuk for an additional prohibition. So the court's whips that were left draped over a special picture when the guilty party transgressed alav shbachalos were about to get a workout when Basin was told there was a man eating ants together with a cooked piece of chalav, which reminds us, Rabbi Abba said the name Rabbi Yochanan, all items prohibited for consumption that are mentioned in the Torah, one does not incur malchus on their account unless he eats them in their normal manner of consumption, which would exclude eating non-cooked chalav, since that's not the normal way to eat it. Some say derech hanasan. Yet everyone agrees in the case of Kwaya Kerem that one would be chayv even if one ate it in an unusual manner, since the Pasit doesn't use the word achila but uses tikdash. So the Simra Chafhe is a silver anniversary. The husband's dream silver anniversary party. Silver anniversary party? That must be more Duff Chafhe. The husband's dream silver anniversary party, where he intended to declare he loved his wife with all his soul and possessions, which reminds us that Rabbi Yazir teaches the reason why the Torah states that one's love for Kushbarku should be is to cover people who love their life more than their possessions, as well as people who love their possessions more than their life. So the husband's dream silver anniversary party, where he intended to declare he loved his wife with all his soul and possessions, and that her blood was redder than his, which reminds us that the lacha that one should give up his life rather than commit murder is based on Sephora, is based on the... Which, remain, which reminds us that the halacha that one should give up his life rather than commit murder is based on the svar of Maichazis, the Damididach, Sumachtvei, who says your blood is rather than someone else's. Since there's no way to know whose life is more precious to Kosh it's forbidden to take one life to save another. So the husband's dream silver anniversary party, where he intended to declare he loved his wife with all his soul and possessions, and that her blood was redder than his, was shattered when he realized that the only way to get there was by passing the base of Odazora, famous for its sweet-smelling incense, which reminds us the Malchok is about Hanah, Habawa, Adam, Balkorcha, a case of forbidden benefit that comes to a person independently of his will. Abai and Ravid disagree only in a case of the Esher Vulamachavin, where it's feasible to avoid walking there, and though he doesn't where it's feasible to avoid walking there, and though he does indeed go there, he doesn't intend to enjoy the benefit. According to Rabbi Yeshua, who holds Davashin Muskavan Aser, something that one does not intend is forbidden, all agree it's Aser. They disagree with respect to Rabbi Shimon, who holds Davashin Muskavan Mutter, something that one does not intend is permitted. Abai says Rabbi Shimon would permit this case as well, whereas Rava holds that Rabbi Shimon only permits it in cases where it's not feasible to avoid the activity altogether. He would not permit it in this case, since taking an alternative route is feasible. All right, now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do we see from the Mishnah that says trappers can sell shratzim that get caught in their traps that one can get hana from shratzim? That's on Daf. Chaf Gimel. Good. Number two, 
Which of the one that is shares in the airspace of a kli makes the bread in the kli a sheni? That's on daf. Chaf. Good. Number three. Which of the one goes to bind rub in the case of hanahabala adam balkorcho, a case of forbidden benefit that comes to a person independently of his will? That's on daf. Good. Number four. Wish up the one that the walls of the Hikhor are made to protect what's inside, and therefore it's mutter to benefit from their shade, since it's an unusual form of benefit. That's on Duff. Chavav. Good. Number five. Wish up the one why the Pusik and Kriyashma states both. That's on Duff. Good. Number six. Wish up the one that Israel can get Hana from Truma, since the Pusik says Truma's Chem. That's on Duff. Good number seven. Which of the Rabban whether a new oven fired up with a forbidden substance needs to be destroyed or not? That's on Duff. Good number eight. Which of the Malchus Chizkiah and Rabbi Yabo for the source that one cannot get Hanaf from Chametz? That's on Duff. Good number nine. Which of the one ain't looking all love Shabbat That's on Duff. Good. And number 10, which have to learn that the fact that one must give up his life rather than commit murder is based on the svor of whose blood is redder? That's on Duff. Chafeg. Excellent. All right, that concludes our pop quiz. This is Rabbi Ram Goldman Zichur. Wishing you a great day and great learning.